You know those things that at first glance seem like really simple and basic, so simple maybe a three-year-old could get it, and then as you begin to dive into it more, you realize it's far more nuanced, there's so much more detail. In fact, it is just amazing how deep you can actually go with it. Well, rhythm is one of those things, and groundwork is another one of those things. And when you combine both of these together, you have the makings of a really powerful training session with your horse. Okay, let's get into it. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach, and I love helping riders have better conversations with their horses, particularly riders who don't have access to a full-time trainer and coach. So if that sounds like you, well, you're in the right place. Okay, so I mentioned how rhythm and groundwork were both these areas that, oh, you can just do so much. Like they're like two rabbit holes that you can just go down and down and down and keep going with your horse. It's amazing. And what's also amazing is how many different perspectives you can take. And like, even if we take one of these on their own from a rhythm perspective, there's so many ways you can approach it. And then similarly from groundwork. So when you're actually putting these together, there's so many different things that you can do with your horse. And I think that many riders are missing out on this opportunity, particularly if we think of groundwork as being like the bookends to all of your rides or all of your training sessions with your horse. Like there's always this piece before we mount up and there's always the piece when we dismount after the session. And if we could get a little bit more strategic with what we're doing there, or if you just are using groundwork in and of itself, okay? So we're not going to ride. Your plan is just to work on the ground with your horse. When you can become strategic about it, it can honestly just change the whole conversation for you and your horse going forward. I really and truly do believe this. I think that it develops our horse, but it also develops us as riders, okay? Because we can actually begin to, when we're on the ground beside our horse, we can begin to both feel and see, what is going on, okay? Now, when we're on our horse, when we're riding, yes, we can feel it, but we can't really see it. But when we can actually see it, see what is happening, we can see the influence or the impact that we're having by maybe doing different things, asking different questions, asking them in a different way, whatever the case is, we can then learn and grow and develop our skills as riders. So I would suggest doing all this and starting from the point of view that you want to sync your body with your horse. Now, not S-I-N-K, we're talking S-Y-N-C, hey? So we're going to sync our body with our horse. And I really do think that as riders, if we can be very present and very aware of what we're doing from the perspective that we want to model, okay, things to our horse 
That is really powerful. Now you can do this through all of your actions. It can be your breathing, how you're moving, so the rhythm of your movement and just your energy and your attitude in general, okay? And once you are aware of what you're doing, this is where you can begin to actually sync yourself, okay? You and your horse's movements and actions together, okay? So begin by trying to coordinate maybe your legs and footsteps with your horse's hind legs and hind feet, okay? And now similarly, you can also do the same with your shoulders and your horse's shoulders okay if you could kind of begin to think about every time my horse moves his back legs I'm gonna move my legs okay and start there and what's really interesting is that as you begin to do this you'll find your horse will actually work to sync with you as well this is where your modeling can have this huge positive impact over the horse okay you can have this kind of this positive influence you're you're not controlling it. Look, you can't control your horse. Let's be honest. He's got a mind of his own, but you can influence it. So, and I think if we can really pay attention, and again, we're starting here with you kind of working with your horse. So you're looking at what your horse is doing and you are beginning to copy what your horse is doing. But then in doing so, it's almost like you extend this invitation to your horse. Look, buddy, I'm doing this. Why don't you come over here and kind of you know, get in sync with me. Let, let, let's line up together and do this together. Let's dance. Okay. And your horse will, it's amazing. It's like it really and truly, it works like that. Um, but you do have to be consistent. You do have to be, as I said, it's not just physical. It is also mental and emotional. It is the, it is the tension in your body. It is all of that. Think about what you're trying to produce in your horse and think about how could I produce that in myself first, okay? And then from there, you can really and truly start to experiment. And I think one of the ways that you can experiment, obviously you can experiment on the rhythm, the length of the stride, all that fun stuff, maybe even straightness, but also you can begin to get a little bit more in tune and get a little bit more connected and engaged by using your half halt. Now, if you're thinking, now hold on there, Lorna, I'm not in the saddle at this point. I'm standing beside my horse. Yes, you are, but your half halt still applies. And again, if you start with the sinking, okay, not the sinking, not, you're not sinking now, we're not a ship here. Okay, so not S-I-N-K, we are sinking or S-Y-N-C, okay? So we're going to sink that. That's where your horse will actually begin to use half halt as well. Now, I do think that rhythm, okay, in and of itself, it's, it's fairly easy to establish, okay? And, you know, to find kind of a repetitive sequence of footfalls, that, that's not too complicated. This is not like difficult stuff, okay? But you see... Where we can begin to play and to experiment and to really see what we can do and how far we can kind of take the communication and the relationship and the development and the training with our horse is that we can start to see if we can improve the quality of the rhythm okay so you can you'll get a rhythm straight out the door like we we both notice and I say straight out the door and I'm, I'm imagining you walking out the stable door with your horse you're kind of shoulder to shoulder you're walking there together and you've got this rhythm automatically this rhythm will kind of just naturally happen but what you might find is that 
the rhythm in and of itself is not great quality, okay? Now, if we think about improving that, it means that we're going to have to improve our skills as a rider. So it means your coordination, your feel, and your understanding of what's going on. And that way you can have more of a positive influence over your horse. And the reason I say the understanding is, remember at the very beginning, I said that you get to both feel and see what happens? Well, seeing it can really and truly help to increase your understanding. When you see it in front of your eyes, like right there, it's real life in front of you, you then can say, oh, okay, that worked. Or, oh, you know what? He doesn't really respond well to that. I'll have to try something different. And when you're doing the half halt, this is going to really and truly help you to do that. Now, I have a previous podcast episode on the half halt. I'm going to link to it in the wherever the notes are for this episode. And also, if you go to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1259, you'll find all the links there. But um, you can go back and listen to this where I take you step by step through the half halt on the ground with your horse. I'm not going to get too much into it today. But what is important to recognize is that you can use a combination of your aids, including your weight aids if you think about hold on I'm on the ground I know go listen to the other episode they matter on the ground okay and they are effective on the ground okay and but you can use your weight aids like all of your aids if you can do that at the right time that you can ask your horse to half halt you can then begin to ask bigger questions. It makes sense. Remember, your half halt, you can use it to get your horse's attention. You can use it to basically indicate to your horse that something's coming up, something's going to change, you're going to ask a question. And you can also use it to balance or to correct or reestablish something as well, okay? So your half halt is really powerful. So it makes sense that being able to do it on the ground is like also really important. And especially when we're talking about rhythm, because if we can half halt, if we feel that the rhythm is not of great quality and we're able to half halt, well, we can then begin to have little tweaks, little changes to the rhythm. And yes, we, we're not just changing the tempo here, we would actually change the rhythm to give everything maybe a more equal rhythmic step. So each step inside of the walk itself, and we're just talking about walk here, but obviously you can apply this to everything, but that each step becomes more defined and more equal, that, that it is this definite one, two, three, four, okay, inside the walk. You can do that with your half halt, okay? So once you can begin to identify what's moving, okay, concerning your horse's legs and the body, and you understand how it's moving, now you can begin to place more attention and more focus on the influence that you're having over the movement, okay? And really and truly, like, the options are limitless for what you can do here. You could do simple lateral work or flexion work, okay? And also, there is a free resource there for you at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash flex, but I'll also put the link in here as well and wherever you're Wherever you're listening, if you just scroll down a little, you'll see it. Um, and you can get that there as well. But th- you can do so much, okay? And I truly am a firm believer that if you can do things on the ground, you can then, most of those things, it's very rare, okay, that you can't transfer that across to the saddle. And similarly, what you're doing in the saddle 
most of those things you can transfer back to the ground. And again, when you're on the ground, you can see. You are not just relying on feel. Like how often have you watched a video of yourself riding your horse and kind of the thoughts that were going through your head as the video has been created. So as you were actually riding and what you thought was happening then, like you were kind of, and so you, you can be so sure. And I know everybody knows this, okay? You're like, nope, it was definitely that way. And then you watch the video and it's like, oh, <laughs> it didn't feel like that. It looks different. And you can see that it is different. Well, when you're on the ground with your horse, you can begin to really and truly take advantage of that. It's like, it's like you're watching the video as you're doing it, okay? So you get to really and truly um, do that. And, and especially if you're working without a trainer or without a coach with you in the arena, this can be your way of providing that feedback for yourself, which is important. Now, I do want to say that just like riding, okay, groundwork, it does require dedication. It requires consistency. It requires you and your horse to learn new things. I know so many people think of groundwork as just been leading the horse around, but it's not. You can do so much more. But remember, you have to be open to learning. You have to be open to doing things differently. You have to be open to saying things a different way or asking questions differently to your horse, okay? It's really important to be open. But what you can do then is, it's so powerful. You can really grow the kind of the partnership, the trust, the respect, that you and your horse can have for each other. You can grow it through groundwork, which I think is really important. So as I said, you can begin doing this in, for example, the stable when you're grooming. You can even, hold on, let's, hold on there now. Let's go back a couple of steps. You could do this when you're walking to the field to go fetch your horse, okay, or the paddock, wherever your horse is, okay. Now, if your horse is already in the stable for you, obviously you're going to start there. But there are all these opportunities, like as you go through the gate. So if you're, if you're leading your horse in or out of a field, you know, as you approach the gate, as you get to the gate, what are you going to do as the horse moves around the gate? You know what I mean? Are you, are you going to back up? Are you going to do maybe some sort of a yield? Are you going to do like a, a lateral movement? What's going to happen? And using all of these as these really, really like fantastic opportunities that you get every single day you're with your horse to develop and to train and to learn more and to just connect more together. That is amazing. Like simply going to maybe a mounting block, if you have a mounting block somewhere in the yard and, and what happens between the stable door and the mounting block, you can do so much, but you do have to be intentional about doing it. I cannot stress that enough. I think it's really, really, really important. Okay. I would love for you to get started on this journey, as I said, by going and getting that free resource that I've created for you. It's just about flexion, how you can use flexion or begin introducing flexion on the ground in order to take it across to into the saddle. I talk you through both of those things. Um, so you can go get that. It's a training exercise, an audio training exercise that you can use literally today. It's short, sweet and to the point. No long things, just you can put it on your phone, hit play and there you go. Listen to it as you're working with your horse. It'll take you step by step through it. And again, you can find that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash flex. There you go. Okay, I hope you have a great day. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.